Happy Halloween, everybody. Well, not quite Halloween, but really, really close to Halloween. I hope you have your super adorable costume picked out, and I hope that you have your socially distant trick-or-treat trail planned, because that is what we're talking about today. We are talking about Halloween on O. Jeremiah Talks today. And not to uh, spoil the ending, Aaron and I aren't huge Halloween buffs, but we do have a lot of fun in this conversation talking about the times when we've been uh, tricked rather than treated. And we also talk about uh, Aaron's newfound love of giving blood, which just was too cute and on theme to uh, to not bring up. So I hope you enjoy this. This was a really fun conversation uh, after taking a week off. We needed the break. We had the break. And now we're just firing on all cylinders. I was going to say Halloween cylinders, but that sounds like a weird candy. Yeah, this isn't going well. I guess we should just start the show. Let's just start the show. Oh, Jeremiah talks about Halloween. No, I'm no, I'm sorry. We just talk about Halloween. Sorry I did that. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I will get together. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, sorry. Did, Stop. Can we start spooky? How do you start spooky? Is, was that your mummy tomb opening? I don't know. I don't like spooky stuff. Well, we this, should cancel this episode. Yeah, this is our spooky Halloween episode in that we are only going to talk about Halloween things and I it's not going to really get spooky like, at all. Uh, this is your least favorite holiday. Unpopular opinion, probably, but I don't really care for it because I don't like to be scared. You don't like to be scared. And so why... Oh. I don't understand. Okay, before we do that, let's check in with everyone. We took last week mm-hmm. off a very needed break for us because yeah. last week was bananas. We finished all of our shows for the year. Your boy Jay had a hard time taking a break, but I motivated him to take the break. And I think it was a good mental break for us because, like I've said before, a lot of podcasts have seasons and we just have weeklies. We haven't stopped. We, yeah, haven't we just stopped. haven't stopped. And so you needed to give yourself permission to stop. With that being said... I would I'm have. Go- done, I'm I legitimately go- would have done it had you not been like, it would show personal growth... <laughs> If you didn't this week. Exactly. And I, You're and all I'm, about personal growth, I'm also, so you didn't. I also realize that I just, I'm not good at chilling. I know you're not. Here's a new thing, or another thing I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Um, is that I'm taking the week of Christmas off, so you can like have a podcast without me, or you can choose to expand that personal growth and take the week off. Okay. So no Christmas app. That's good to know. Yeah, I mean, we'll give them some Christmas chatter for, like, car rides and stuff, but that's going to be, like, the week before. Yeah, I mean, you definitely deserve chatter Right now, you're probably finishing up your touches on your Halloween costume for this weekend. And here's the thing. I don't super love Halloween, but someone told it to me like this, which I appreciate, because uh, she's like, oh my goodness, I love Halloween. And I was like, can you please, and I, I don't mean this rudely, but, like, why? And she's like, yeah, of course, like... It's just a chance to decorate and to do things that are just super weird. It's like you have a free pass to do really weird, funky things. And, I and was that like, just screams Aaron to me. And I, and I was like, okay, I see the argument. And she also brought up memories of like her mom growing up being like, you want to have a skeleton hold the candy this month? Sure. You know, like, or do you want a cobweb to come out of what? I, I don't know. It made sense to me why some people might like it. But I still don't. I wasn't swayed. I wasn't willing to be swayed because I don't like spooky things. Yeah, you definitely don't like spooky things, and I don't like spooky things either. But I, I also, but I get the point of spooky things because for me, Halloween growing up was hay rides, and my dad would always host a hay ride. We would literally just drive up the road. My dad it, would host host a hay ride as well. Yeah, because we're both super southern. But we didn't have a Halloween party. We had a fall festival party. That oh, my nice. mom hosted every year. No, we had a Halloween party. Everyone, I, I have an old VHS tape somewhere of me running around in uh, in a wig and a dress. I've seen this. You've seen this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what my costume was, but uh, that's the only uh, Halloween memory I have as a kid. Does, really? Yeah. Maybe oh. I'm trying to think if I actually have Halloween memories, or I'm or I'm just envisioning the, the pictures of. Like other things? No, I, one of the first times I was ever uh, terrified in a public place was my, me and my mom and sister were in Walmart just doing our regular grocery shopping. And Alex, my sister, leaves me, goes to get a 
because we were supposed to stick together in the grocery store if mom like like if we were like of the age where we can kind of wander on our own a little bit mm. and alex i was like looking at something and she went and got a mask on and came and scared the book crap out of me the book crap i don't know and uh and then ran away and then i was lost in walmart Wow, that's tough. I this was, reminds. This is I jumping ahead. I hate the aisles of. Are you talking about the gas station? Okay, I'm, I want to tell the gas station should, story for sure. Okay, but also I want to. Uh, your your Walmart story reminded me of how I learned. Spoiler alert: that Santa Claus isn't real. Uh-oh. Uh oh. My brother. Do Walmart you remember, taught you that. Yes. So we were in. It was actually probably Kmart. If I. That's how like far back this goes. Are there even still Kmart's? I've never been to one. It's like Walmart, but like half of the stuff is in, like half of the aisles are empty and like the lights aren't all the way on. It's like a going out of business sale at a Walmart is what it feels like. Okay. But they had these things in the 90s called talkbacks. I think they were what they were called. Yik yak talkback. What repeated things? Yeah. Like oh, you've you would told record me this, yeah. like a 10 second little uh, voice this thing. This is really sad. And my brother recorded. Uh, like a message from Santa telling me that he wasn't real <gasps> at an on at a Kmart on a talk back. That's kind of and mean. that's how he told me. Yeah, I found out from my sibling as well because I like how we're like so uninterested in Halloween that we've already no, no, moved I, to Christmas. I, I've got plenty of Halloween on but the docket today. No, can I just share my Santa Claus isn't real story because we my church that I grew up in had like a basement where all the like fellowship events happened you know sure and so you like walk down these stairs or it's like a very it was a very small church but there's like a big window that you could see like the church parking lot well we had a christmas uh event where someone would always like dress up like santa claus and whatever and my i was like one of the younger ones in the group because my sister's three years older and like all of her friends were like they were like huddled around the window and they were like making the joke that they saw Santa's sleigh like pass by. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like he's like two weeks earlier, are you joking? And so they, I like ran up and like I was shorter and I was like trying to get in the crowd and like huddle around the window. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I see, I think I see it. Like I was like trying to be so cool. And then they all ran away laughing Oh my at gosh. me, that and I was the like, saddest ending ever, and left me there standing at the window, just staring out. And I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, that's brutal. That wasn't real. So I don't. I you're right. I I'm not a big fan of of Halloween, and I'm not super excited about Halloween. Let's go ahead and say who you're going to be this year. I'm going dressed as Bill Burr, right? Because I don't want to buy a costume, and because if you know who the comedian Bill Burr is, we look identical. We don't. No offense, but because of your um, baldness. And our unwillingness to buy wigs or to buy anything for Halloween, we don't really have a ton of options. We don't have a ton of options. And all the bald guy costumes are lame to me. I could be Avatar. We just I could don't be Mr. Have, Clean. We don't that would be so funny. And I could be like a mop or something. My hair's part perfect for a mop right part now, of me babe. This year wanted to paint myself blue and go as the guy from The Watchmen. But like that Were you going to just be like totally Yeah, but I was going to like be blue, but with a face mask on. Like, are you kidding me? That's like the least I can remember. Oh, yeah. Was... We have to wear a face mask. Yeah. It's like, so I'm going to go as, as Bill Burr and I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to feel good about my choice because this is the only year I've ever been like, oh, I'm going to go as that this year. Yeah. I'm going to, just because I don't have to buy anything, I'm going to go as Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek, which update to our people, Jeremiah is watching Schitt's Creek with me from the very beginning and we're having a great time. We're having a blast. Because I fully committed and watched, is that why you're doing it? Be honest. Because I really gave it my all for because Succession. Because we got to update the people on Succession too. Cause we you, finished we, watch, we, and I loved it. Are you, is that why you're kind of like, are you like kind of like re-giving back to me? I'm giving back to you. Okay. Because I... It was very cool of you to watch a show that you typically would not watch. And we made it very intentional. We sat down. You, you talked a lot during, but it was a yeah. fun bonding experience. And I, I was 100% engaged. Would you agree with that? I would say 110%. Thank you, If such a thing exists. Thank I know. you. I, I know. would say you're about 95% engaged to Shit's Creek. So you've well, got to bump it up a little bit. Well, you, you, have, you were like a mean old principal when it comes to watching a show that you like, because if my phone goes off and I look to check who texts me, you're like, uh, you did we do missed... that in succession? Uh, yeah. Because I'm like, you just missed a moment. Yeah. But like, because succession was about dialogue. Shit's Creek is about 
visual facial cues. That's what it's all about? And family. <laughs> They're both okay. about family, just in different ways. Just in different ways. So you're going as Moira. Moira, yeah. So because I have a ton of like, I don't have a lot of white. She wears a lot of black and white. But I have a ton of black clothing, and sometimes she like mixes it up with like a hint of color. But here's what I know, and here's what I'm going to try to pull off. She's really into fishnet tights. She's really into black boots. A lot of big, chunky jewelry. So I have some costume jewelry I'm going to wear. A lot of black eyeliner. Some lipstick. Uh, might borrow a wig from a friend. Might just straighten my hair. Not really sure what I'm going to do yet. Mm. Um, and then she wears skirts and dresses that are like too short for her age, in my opinion. <laughs> so I'm going to like, I might wear like a short skirt. Is that slutty? Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. But that's not my that goal. I'm just also like 60. In the I know, show. Exactly, but it's like funny. Like she wears things that are like hip, but also like not hip at all. Like one time, like a lot of people that go as her wear her like trash bag looking outfit. Yeah. Cause it's iconic. It's so iconic. Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay, so feelings, Will. How are we doing? I also need to tell the the gas station story. Don't let me forget to tell the gas station story. Um, how uh, how do you feel this week? Go ahead. You can guess. Uh, I feel I feel relieved. We just voted, and this is it. Is nice that that's behind us. That's behind us. This is the most research I've ever done at an election. And I learned that the more research you do, the sadder you're, you're ten, you tend to get um, because your options seem more depressing. Sure. And, um, but I'm glad I did that. Uh, today, I also unsubscribed to all the news podcasts I had been listening to Good. because I had made my full-time job learning about this election. And I feel like I'd, I went back and forth more than anyone has ever gone back and forth. And it was not uh, on a candidate as much as it was why I was voting on the candidate. I know. And uh, so I'm glad that that's done. There's no going back now. I can unplug, detox, whatever. I feel like I can too. Yeah. I also read a book in two days, which is something that I haven't done in a Jeremiah, minute. Jeremiah, congratulations. You fi- when Thank did you, you finish it? This Thank morning? You. No, no. I've, I've got to finish it today for that to be true, but I'm almost done. Oh my gosh. So you kind of lied a little? Like no, you no, haven't no, even I'm finished gonna it I'm going to finish it today. I've got 30 pages I love left. that you just cemented that to where you like have to finish it now. Yeah. Because I've got to go. I'm gonna. I got to go to the library to pick up another book at three. Babe. So I'm gonna have, have it done so I can drop this one back off. This sounds sarcastic, but I'm not being sarcastic. Like I'm genuinely proud of you. No, and if if that sounds like, you know, demeaning, it's we've just had a hard time sitting still. We've had a hard time sitting still, and I, reading is the biggest uh, indicator of indicator your of mental anguish for me. And you can, I can tell you're getting better. That's oh, also, we got our first mix of our. Like one of our songs that we're getting, uh huh, that we're going to be releasing next Freaking year, jam, and it wrecks, it slaps, it slaps. I love it. I love it. So that's so I'm having a pretty pretty great day today, leaving a lot I... of uh, baggage behind. Looking forward to the future. Uh, it's true. I know it is. It's very true. How do you feel? I eat lunch way too fast, <laughs> and I feel a little bit kind of like the residue of that. Like the okay. chickens, like. It's feels not doing like it, it accidentally went into a lung or something. Mm, chicken lung. <laughs> and I, if I said those things out loud, a lot of regular or a lot of people that wouldn't identify like similarly to my personality type would be like, "That's not even a big deal." Here and like, chill out. I accomplished a lot of hard things for me today. Can you can you specify what it means for like, you? It's hard for me to take action on things that I think might require extra like logistics or like planning for something like asking permission for something or asking someone to help with something or confirming that someone that's not super reliable is actually going to show up to something that I'm planning. Like anything that resolves revolves around conflict is tough for you. Yeah, and I even made up conflict because, like, sometimes you make it up in your mind that there is conflict, and I think that's a big bit of what it is today. So, even like having to call the vet and like defend that I had proof that noodles didn't really need to come in for a checkup, and so they need to just approve the dang meds for her to get her next card, like stuff like that. Like, I, um, whenever I have to like defend myself in some way, yeah, it's really it's it can be really tricky for me. So today I woke up and I had a phone full of texts, which immediately makes me feel a little bit stressed because I'm like, what has everyone accomplished before me? Like, what is going on? It's only 830. Right. Like, what happened? 
And if I don't sleep good on Saturday and Sunday, like on the weekends, I give myself like Monday to kind of like slowly wake up. And today I just like had a terrible dream. As soon as I woke up, I had to get out of that fog. Like literally saw family members get run over by a train in my dream last night. Yeah. So my brain is just like the, so freaking mean. Yeah. It's amazing what the human brain will do. So mean. <laughs> just to hurt itself. Oh, I know. And it did for sure. So I had to, it took me a good like 20 minutes to shake out of that dream. Literally like train runs over them. I look away, I'm crying. And then I wake up. Yeah. That's painful. Painful. So also, before the family members died, we were on our way to bury my Nana again. And also, the family decided to air all of their grievances out loud to each other. And yeah. I was just puking the whole time. Would you ever go to, like, a dream therapist or, like, one of those dream... So, there's a book I've been wanting to read that my therapist told me about last year. It's called Dream Giver. Mm. And it's, like, a spiritual, like, how God can, like, I guess, speak to you in your dreams. Mm. I think it's that route. And I definitely want to read that. Okay. Because... The, the thing is, is like, I don't think that I'm the type of person that has a dream that's really wonky, like my family getting ran over by a train. And I think, oh my goodness, like, what do I need to analyze? I'm like, no, Aaron, just get that out of your brain. You just need to spend the energy to get that out. Now, there have been dreams in my life that mean, I can think of one that is like a plot, a legit plot point in my life of like a redefining identity identity shifting dream that I've had before but I don't I've never dream or no I I think that's for another time okay um I I couldn't get your vibe as if you were like wanting to be pride or not it's just gonna like derail us okay that's not a joke on the train but like (laughs) but I'm so like I've kind of would be interested in talking to someone about my dreams but at the same time I know when I'm stressed I yeah. know whenever my brain's trying to rewire something that happened to me, or I know, I think that dream, I can simply say I'm stressed about conflict in my life because that's why everyone decided to air their grievances. Uh, you were the constant in my dream, which was really sweet because I was throwing up and you looked at me and I just remember seeing you and you being like, are you okay? And yeah. like, you were the only one that was like for sure on my team. And then uh, I also think it you could say that... I am still sad about losing my Nana. Yeah, for sure. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just take it as that. Let's move on for the day. For sure. But all that to say, that's what I started up, started today with. And then I have a phone full. I had probably like 10 texts and that just was like a lot to wake up to. Yeah. And because it was from like five different people. And I'm just like, it was already off the get go, something that I had to navigate that I wasn't anticipating. Like kind of like a, oh, your job just threw you this random uh, kink and it's like crap what do I do right so and I just had to like change a lot of plans yesterday so I'm kind of on fire for this Monday but I I will say I've been struggling with feeling like I have a lot of purpose lately mm. and I'm actually like thankful for all of this craziness that's happening to me right now because it's distracting me from that feeling <laughs> and I feel like I have like legit purpose today yeah which is really good. Yeah, I also think that you've had purpose from the beginning of whenever you felt like you didn't. It's legitimately that same thing of like your brain par- playing tricks on you. Of course. Yeah, it's just it's just tough because you and I have been going back and forth on this so much because it's like the voice in our head is so much more convincing than anyone we know is. Mm-hmm. And it knows every single thing, like all of your vulnerabilities to the point where you and I have given ours a name mm-hmm. that we're like deal Cause like we both had over the past two weeks, you and I both had very specific times where I'm like, Oh, I am nothing. Mm-hmm. And whenever you get to the point where you're like, Oh, it's because I'm letting that voice in and win. Like it's, it's a real, it's a real thing for sure. Totally. Yeah. Well, uh, I know that we're that not a long fans. answer for feelings wheel, but that's just where I'm at. No, I think that's great. But you need to tell the gas station story. I mean, it's not that big of a story. No, it's not at all, but it's Halloween themed and that's what we're talking about this week. Okay. So let's do it. So not a big fan of Halloween, but I'm excited. That, I think that's clear. <laughs> yeah. I think we've, I think we've drilled that home and I think it's because of this. I feel like Halloween is all about whether or not you're in on the joke. Because it is like the fall edition of April Fool's Day to me. You know, trick-or-treat is the theme of Halloween. We're going to visit family. And I can't remember what we were doing. No, it was like the first show back of quarantine or whatever. And we were going, and there's a gas station. 
and I pull in and it's got one of those big like werewolves in front of the bathroom. Yeah. And you have to walk in front of it to go into the bathroom. And as soon as you walk in front of it, its eyes turns red and it like yells at you and growls at you. Mm -hmm. And I'm a 30 year old man, like not, you know, I don't get rocked easily, but I squealed. Like I legitimately squealed like a little piggy that got its tail stepped on. Yeah. And I, I know I'm at a different point in my life because I wanted to speak to someone about this. So my question oh my was, goodness, that's so funny. why is this here? Like, why does this need to be in front of the bathroom? Yeah, no. And the cashier guy just giggled. You asked him? Yeah. I was like, why does this need to be here? You actually asked him? Yeah, that? but and I asked it out loud as soon as it happened. I don't think I would have been like, excuse me, can I speak to the manager? Oh. But because it happened, I was like, why is this here looking at him? You just declared it. And I declared it looking at him and he like giggled because he was in on the joke. And I it made me like irate. So then whenever I- But you I, were able to warn me, which is nice. So I warned you. I was like, hey, just so you know, there's a big werewolf that's going to growl at you whenever just you get so to know, pee. I, I saw the bathroom signs. I plugged my ears and I walked in. Yeah. I just don't like whenever, it just seems like- the one day a year you have permission to bully people because it's like you're taunting them and you're scaring them or whatever. Oh yeah. And I like, I've never been into scary movies. I've never been into the idea of paying $12 to go to a movie theater to be uncomfortable for two hours. I've just never understood that. But even scary previews are bad for me. Remember that time you watch the, uh, there was a fake commercial for the shining it was if The Shining was a romantic comedy, and you still had nightmares about it. I know. Yeah, no, like it. You're like it's very true that you were sensitive to this. I went to Target yesterday, and I even don't like going to Target right now because they have all the decorations and stuff out, and like the weird things that like make noises. And I granted, I was already like pretty stressed out yesterday, so I came into Target like very, just like more sensitive than usual, like yeah. very like alert and on guard for things. And there's a, there's like, like a middle, like in between the aisle, like in the aisles that you're walking, you know, like they have sometimes like special displays in the middle. Do you know yeah. where you're supposed to be like moving your cars? Well, and there's a guy that literally, like there's this weird thing that made some creepy sound. He literally walks by it. And as he's walking by it, he presses the button so it goes off and then he just keeps walking. He just like had to, he had the instinct to press it and just had to do it. So then I am pulling up at the same time as we transition past each other. And so I'm the one that has to deal with the noise in my face. Yeah. I'm just like, I just didn't, I didn't want to have to deal with that today. No. And I know that's like so minor, but it's like annoying. So let's talk about some of the things we actually, let's go back to the past and some, some Halloween memories, maybe a Halloween movie that you actually enjoy. None of them. So I have. The first time I, I saw. Is it Witches or Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus is the movie with the witches, yes. Is that the one with the rats? I don't know. And the finger? I don't know. Had major nightmares from that the first time I saw it as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, petrified. I remember I was staying in my aunt's house, and her kids had us watch. I hated it. And so I associate that with Halloween the fall festivals that my mom would throw for like our church community and like people were like top notch. Like she would host them um, either in our yard or our babysitter's yard because she had like a big cool area for parties. And we would, my dad would do a hayride with his tractor. We would have a cotton candy machine that was always like the best. And we would all dress up and it would be like fun. Mm. My only, the only time I, I remember recently I saw it. The new Stephen King one with oh my goodness I forgot you saw that I saw that with a friend and that was a fun time because it was just two adult dudes going in like I don't think either one of us really wanted to see the movie did Miles go yeah it was me and Miles and we went and I remember when we walked out we were like I don't think we need to do that ever again like I think we got what we needed out of that mm -hmm. um, but the whole reason I wanted to see the movie is uh, Bill Skarsgård is is Pennywise the clown. And he can make his eyes go in opposite directions, not crossing them, but the other way. Like he can make one of his eyes go outwards. Ugh. And I read an article that said that that saved special effects like $10,000 or something because like they didn't have to do that effect because he could do it himself. That was the whole reason I went to see the movie because I knew that that was a real thing that he could do. No. Uh, but no, it is not. I don't like... I don't like the way that I felt after that movie, but my only positive experience with scary movies was during Hurricane Katrina because in Mississippi, 
I, I grew up in Laurel, and that was the most damaged inland city in all of the South from Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. We were, like, devastated. And we were out of power for a month, three weeks to a month. Yeah. There were love bugs in the air. Like, no, you, it was too hot to stay inside, and it was too icky outside to stay outside. It was just, like, it was torture, whatever. Yeah. But my dad had a generator, and every night in the hot Mississippi summer, we would watch scary movies in the dark. He said that that was one of his favorite memories of y'all growing up. It was so fun. Like we watched Gothica, The Ring, oh, The Ring 2. My goodness, The Ring messed me up so bad. Well, so we watched The Ring. Why did I see that, Jeremiah? And thinking now, like because we watched Saturday Night Live and they had a joke about The Ring in the weekend update. I'm glad I was napping for that. Well, I mean it was like a it was just like a we oh, can't show one. you the tape because you'll die in 7 days. Oh, I actually yeah. And yeah. I remember how much of an impact that movie had on me. Yeah, cuz the phone ringing from then on, you were like, "Oh, I'm going to die." It's over. Like, why didn't you tell me that that movie was going to kill me in a week? You didn't, mom. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that movie was like pivotal in my childhood. The image of her coming out of the well. I know. I had to I looked up pictures of that actor like as like an actual person. A bunch. Because okay. I had to like humanize her. Mm. I remember watching that movie because then a few weeks later I was at a slumber party. And we watched like this chick flick. Don't remember what it was. I was in like sixth or seventh grade. And then all the girls are like, oh my gosh, we should watch a scary movie. That would be so fun. And I was like, <laughs> like, uh, do you guys want to do like anything else? And they're like, let's watch Identity. And it was like a, I think a Nicolas Cage movie maybe. Okay. And it's like a hotel. It's like the main, uh, the main area that the, whatever, location. And I remember I was like, I'm just going to like, I don't know if I'm allowed to watch this. So I'm just going to like call my mom and see. And looking back, I think I did that so that my mom would say no. So that I'd be like, oh, well, like, I guess I'm just like. I guess I'm out. I guess I'm out. But she's like, yeah, Erin, like, I mean, that's. That's your choice. Like, see if you can handle it. And I'm just like, wow, even then I had the choice, but I was like trying to be cool. Mm. So I watched it and had a terrible night. Well, the night of the Hurricane Katrina thing, we it was it was one of those things where like the world outside was so scary because of Katrina and power. Like it was clearly like an art form at that point. But like when things are going well, like scary movies are like the enemy to me. But everything, I was like in a good spot for where I was just like, oh, let me live in a different world. Right. Because right now we're like bored, but also like we need some, you just need a different reality. Yeah. But the, the ring two, whenever we got to that point, because it was back in the day whenever you had like the big folders of DVDs that you would flip through and we just flipped through looking for all the scary ones and we got to the ring two and apparently the ring two is whenever they got to that era of really bad CGI because the beginning of the ring two, there's this deer scene, but you like can't pay attention because the deer is so obviously fake. It looks like they like colored him on the screen or whatever. I didn't even know that was a ring two. Yeah, there was a ring two. And then it like from then on watching the scary movies became fun. And like, we were laughing at them. Yikes. It was like, Oh God, I ate him, whatever. Like it was just, cause I remember the movie that messed me up the most as a kid was scream. Do you remember that movie? I didn't see it. They're making another one. Are, are those the, the joking, the joking, are those the horror movies that make fun of other movies? No, you're talking. So scary movie oh. is based on scream. The first one was like very highly based on scream. So oh. Scream is the one, is Courtney the Cox face? is in it. Yes, it's the face. Yes. Courtney Cox is in it? Courtney Cox is like a journalist. But it. it's the white face. That's white like face guy. Scary. Yep. That's exactly right. That was the movie that made me scared to be a person. Because I thought, oh, people have the tendency to be wicked. Because if, if like, clearly this is real. Like, if someone made a movie about this, it's the, like I, at that age, I thought every movie was a documentary. So it was real? No. Oh. But when you're that young... Oh. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I I remember seeing the thing that felt really real. Signs came out. Yeah. Right at the same time as one of the Star Wars movies. Okay. And it was the only time I've ever been to a theater and I've, I saw two movies at a, in a row. Mm-hmm. So my dad was like, it was like a fun memory I have with my dad and my sister. But like, so we, what we did was we did the scary movie first and then we finished with 
Star Wars that we would like leave on a fun note. So that's how I kind of like learned that trick. If I ever watch something scary, watch something happy right after. Yeah, that's got to be the move. For and, sure. But we saw signs. And because I grew up on a farm, the cornfields were just like too real. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's where we made the Even If It Kills Me video. And I felt like we were in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, and my dad loves the idea of like people talking about like crop circles and stuff. Like he thinks that's like so funny. So he's I, like, I remember for Even If It Kills Me, he's like, well, I mean, if you want me to. I'll I'll try to make you a crop circle. Yeah, because he I mean he could have done it for, for the sure. video. Yeah. So I uh, I want to pitch you some of my 2020 inspired horror movie Quick ideas. Quick thing, Jeremiah has a whiteboard. In I, front I didn't of his spend face. a ton of time on this. But it looks I, like you spent a lot of time. No, no. I mean, dry erase. Like you can just like whip this thing out. You're this pitching is, me what? I'm just pitching you what I think uh, 2021 is going to have in store for us in horror movies based As, on this year. Um, do you want to like pretend like I like scary movies before I answer this? No, I mean, I think you're going to get that you're, that this is like very not a, okay, a high stakes thing. Okay. I, f- I feel like you're just like very on guard I take right things now. very seriously, so. Yeah, so um, Murder Hornet the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get the game now? This is just like, that was that was the entire pitch. Um, That's really funny. Thank you, thank you. Um, Wait, I need to share a meme verbally. Like, whenever Murder Hornets were a thing. There's a meme of bees flying into their hive, and it said, bees preparing for murder hornets in 2020, and it had photoshopped in a bunch of bees with Germex, whiskey, and toilet paper, and I thought that was, like, the greatest thing ever. Okay. So I think you should make the movie. Okay. So would you give this, what would you rate this? How many stars? Oh, Expo Markers out. What would I rate it before I've even seen it? Yeah. Like, I mean, you have the to make predictions on idea this. on it, I think it's, like, a good... Four out of five. Four out of five. That's good. That's a good score. Okay. Uh, this next movie is about a Peloton bike that is haunted and cursed. It's oh. called Ride or Die. Oh, five or more. Okay, five or more. Love that. Babe, that's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this one is, <laughs> I just have Evil Witch puts a spell on you and you must relive 2020 every year. It's called Groundhog Death. That's like so mean. Well, I mean, it's a horror movie. Yeah, that's like a two. Ouch, that hurts my feelings. It's just mean. It's not really scary. Two out of five. Um, This one, I just have zombie grocery. And I think the the plot of this one is the people at Kroger that come out and bring you your groceries, except they're zombies. One. Okay. That feels probably good. Man, that Peloton bike was just where it was at. I know. Uh, I have this one where all it says is animal crosshairs. It has some type of horror movie about animal crossing. Mm-hmm. Like a three. Like a three? That's okay. pretty good. Babe, you did good. good with this. Thank you. Uh, when, and then this one is, it's called TikTok, TikTok, and it's just you have one minute before the ghost gets you, I guess, because TikTok 2020. The way you're pitching these are is not very confident. No, um, no. I was really strong at like the beginning. Like, don't take any of these to Shark Tank. Because you, like, t- you can even tell. I wrote the bottom ones, like, very small because I wait, was like, do I even mention TikTok? these? TikTok, TikTok is, was the last one I came up with, and my idea like, is, like... It's like the ring, but instead of you, you'll die in seven days, it's you'll die in a minute unless you do something really funny or something. I don't know. No, no. I can tell. I, no, no. I can tell. One. That's one, That's going to be an empty theater for sure. So we voted the ride or die with the Peloton bikes. The top choice. That's the blockbuster of the... Of the yeah, I think that's a really creative idea. Like you could really like, thank like you. sneak into their bikes. All right. M. Not Shyamalan. There you go. But, we got that but what if it becomes like a VR thing and it like takes you somewhere else? Ooh. I like that like too. Like the the like they try to get you to meet a certain goal with mileage, and then what's actually happening is like you like enter a different dimension, and then you're like haunted. Mm, this just got really trippy. Wow. Okay, let's talk about. Is that really it? That's that, that's that all was, I had. I this wasn't a very thought out experiment. This was just me trying to. What came in second? I was really moved by the murder hornets. Murder hornet the movie. Did I give that a four or five? I feel like that's got the be- the strongest title. Sure. Murder Hornet the movie? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, uh, let's talk about giving blood. This is surprisingly on theme of Halloween. I know. That's why... It's not surprising. It's like why we're talking about it, but the timing of it is kind of weird. It is weird. I just Maybe got, that's... I just got what my... If this what? becomes your thing like to, to because we have to end this note on how we can rethink halloween for you because this has <gasps> turned into a very negative so what if i just give blood every october Ba-boom. that sounds great 
I would do that. Because um, I feel like this has become kind of an anti-Halloween podcast, and that's not our goal. Our no. goal is to be excited about Halloween. Uh, I would say the sight of blood doesn't bother me. It's the sight at which it comes out of. Like, so anytime you see a person, you're like, oh. If I just saw blood on the floor, I'd be like, cool. But if I like, if you showed me like a cut that it came from, I'd be like, please get away from me. I love the idea that you, that you live in a world where you could see a pool of blood on the floor and just be like, oh, cool. And like, that's the end of it. Well, I think I made my point though, right? I mean, more than anyone else could. Okay. Maybe I'm not being clear. Um, (laughs) So really quick though. Go ahead. I, one of my 2020 goals, like I had like health goals for the year and I know this isn't. Some people might not consider this like a personal health goal. It just looks like I'm like helping other people by giving blood. But that's actually, I just categorized it in that because how else do you categorize it? But I've also just wanted to do it and I've never made the time to do it. My friend Kate is a nurse and she and I, some we go on walks together and somehow it came up and I was like, I've always wanted to do that. And she was like, great. Uh, they're coming in on October 21st in the hospital I work in. Let's do it. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's actually happening. So, excuse me. Um, so I did it. And first time I've ever done it. I've had blood drawn before, but I definitely was freaked out. My friend was awesome because she stayed with me the entire time. She had hers done. She finished whenever I got on my table. She came over. I texted her. I was like, hey, is there any chance you can come over here? She came over and talked to me through the whole thing. They couldn't get to the vein right away so they had to stick me a couple of times and I was just looking at her the whole time and she's like you're doing great everything's fine oh they're not in they're almost in they're gonna have to they're gonna have to go in again it's okay but you know she's like talked me through all of it which was awesome the finger prick before everything freaking got me got you and I literally was just like oh my goodness that was uh very aggressive it also wouldn't stop bleeding Um, So we had to keep holding and putting pressure to it. And having, if you've been a listener of the podcast for a little while, you'll know that I have a little bit of dental trauma and my gluten sensitivity that I've like recently found out about and just weird health stuff that I've talked about over the years that we've done this podcast. And I just, I'm not feeling super confident in my health overall because of my dental experiences and kind of like what I've traced back to like what my body is lacking. You've definitely become a hypochondriac in the last year. Reasonably so, right? Like just, oh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if being a hypochondriac is reasonable, but it is definitely like you have definitely become that. But I also haven't had great health things with my dental stuff. Yeah, no, but there have been times where you're like, hey, I think I've uh, got a blood clot. Because it's that was mostly funny. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't actually think. I only thought that like maybe like thirty. Well, can I tell you what I think it is? What you thought you needed a root canal, and you're like, I'm being ridiculous, and then it turned out you needed a root canal. Yes. Thank so you. now you think you have. Maybe it is reasonable. Then maybe I maybe I should backtrack thank you. that. I thought I had gluten sensitivity, and you did. I got rid of it, and it turns out I did. Yep. So am I crazy? Okay. I, I think that my body is deficient in certain vitamins and nutrients because of my IBS and because that's what happened with my, that's what I think happened with dental stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm right. So all that to say, in the pre-screening process before you get your, before you donate, they finger prick you so that they can test your iron levels to make sure they're high enough to like, because if you're if you're pretty low in iron, you shouldn't be like giving blood. Mm. Didn't know this, but your body has ten pints of blood in it. You're giving, you're donating a whole pint, and your body can just replenish that on its own, which is amazing that the human body can do that. Mm. So, um, they finger prick me. My iron is at fourteen, and a healthy range is between twelve and fifteen. Mm. And so, for a female of my age, whatever. And I, and I just felt so good about that. Cause I was like, finally, like I'm doing some, like something's good within like my body's okay in this area. Sure. Also the last time I had my blood pressure taken was at the dentist and I was so nervous. My blood pressure was 145 over 80, which is insane. I've never had it that high before. But like, you were also like on the verge of a panic attack. Oh, and I didn't know that though. You yeah. know, I thought I was like calm here. I am giving blood for the, I've been to the dentist like my whole life. But here I am giving blood for the very first time. 
I anticipated I'd be petrified. So they took my blood pressure and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And it was 105 over 50. So I felt great about that. Mm. So I was feeling just very confident going in. And I also just, I was so emotionally energized in the best way after I did it because I felt like I was making a difference. Yeah. But and physically, you were pretty sleepy. So the only <laughs> gluten-free snacks that they had at the little waiting area, all I had was uh, water and fruit snacks. Also, they were giving out candy bars. Not just like candy bites, but like candy bars. So you better believe I got me a Hershey almond. And I had a great time. No, that's a good time. A week later. That's a good time. With it. Um, but anyway, so I'm eating my fruit snacks and they're like, oh, grab a t-shirt on your way out. And I was like, uh, you know I will. I'm all about free stuff. And I'm just like recouping, whatever. My friend's gone. And my nurse lady comes up, sweet Maureen. And she's like, are you good? I was like, yeah, I'm great. Stand up. And I'm like feeling so jazzed. I get to the elevator and I'm like, I think I'm going to pass out. I don't pass out. Thank goodness. But then um, I get to my car and I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit here for a minute and chill. And then I get a call from the people from the front desk and they're like, is this Aaron Strickland? And I was like, yeah, is everything okay? They're like, yeah, you won a raffle drawing. And I was like, no, this is the best <laughs> I've ever had. I never win raffle drawings. Also, I wish we would have recorded this like the Wednesday that I actually donated blood, but I still feel like I got the energy to deliver how I actually felt on Wednesday right yeah, now. Yeah, this it's like I'm, I you went back in time seven days. Okay, good. That's how I feel. Well, so then I got, uh, so she's like, yeah, you won a $15 Starbucks gift card. How can we get it to you? And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Actually, like, I just got to my car. Like, do you want me to come back in and get it? And she's like, I would love to bring it out to you. I was like, oh, that's so nice. I'll meet you at the front. She's like, you know what? You just pull around to that front loop and I'll, I'll come to your car. This is getting like weirdly specific. I just was appreciative of her kindness. Okay. That's All that to say, I needed that. I wanted that time to recoup in the car, but then it became about getting the door prize. And so then I didn't have that time to recoup. And then I went to leave, was very frustrated with how to pay for my parking ticket because it wouldn't accept my credit card. So I had to pay with cash. Thank goodness I had cash because there's a stack of cars behind me. And you know how flustered I get in those kind of moments. I went to Chick-fil-A after that. I you did. You got great a great breakfast. You got a scramble ball. That's true. Scramble ball and orange juice. Had a, and got a lot of work done at the co-working space after that. Came home and crashed. Well, I, I think that we would be... Is that what you wanted to know? Uh, that was w way more than I, the, so that I was expecting. I had a healthy flow. It okay. came no, out no, very no, quickly. I think, we, I think we're good. Uh, I think we good, okay. girl. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I think we got it. Um, so how do we redefine Halloween sorry. for you? I won't be satisfied unless we get to make Halloween the well, date. Any year that Red Cross is here in October, you I'll donate blood. You're going to give up that blood. Okay. I kind of want to do it as often as I can. The health benefits besides like helping other people. My nurse friend was telling me that for your body to be able to lose a pint and replenish it on its own is, it's just like a really good thing for your body. Especially, I guess if she said, you know, think about if you're a woman and you give birth, you typically lose a lot of blood. So like your body's kind of like in the practice of it. But specifically for me and my sister, we've talked, I think, we need to put my sister's episode in the public. Have we done that yet? No. I think we I think we should for like a health reason. Okay. It's just like a good informative thing. We just need to get your sister back on here. I would love that because yeah. I, th I think we've learned a lot even since talking to her like two years ago. Yeah. But my sister's really into like natural, holistic, like um, health and wellness. And she's actually recently a NICU nurse. So um, she's in the field, whatever. And she has ulcerative colitis and she was able to trace it back to a gene mutation that she had and was able to kind of piece together why she developed ulcerative colitis. And long story short, I have a copy of that gene as well. And so that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to develop UC, but I could develop it. And cutting out gluten is just like wise for a lot of a multitude of reasons that I won't get into. One of the things that our gene mutation have it's the MTFHR gene. One of the one of the um, let's see, like discrete. Uh, what am I trying to say? One of the characteristics of having this gene mutation is that it is difficult for our bodies to detox. So that's why it's really good that I get in like a lot of like sweating, and I think it's really convenient that I enjoy hot yoga. <laughs> And, but another way to detox is to donate blood because my body's having to physically make up that extra pint that it's lost. 
And so I think I just felt so jazzed and enthusiastic on Wednesday that I was able to tangibly do something for someone else, or I think it helps three lives, and that I was also able to do something productive pretty quickly for my body. You know, because, you know, eating right, exercising, those aren't very instantly gratifying for, like, your overall health. But donating blood felt very instant of, I just gave my body a natural detox. Mm, Okay. And it felt, it was just, like, really great. Mm. A thing that me and my friend said, that here's an idea for pitching to Red Cross. Please, Red Cross, if you're out there, (laughs) here's my pitch. Is there any way you know, it's getting sent off to the lab for like tests to make sure it's like, okay to like give to people. And I think they're also still doing the COVID antibodies test. So I'm actually curious to see if I actually had it back in February. Real report back. I don't know if it traces back that far though. Hmm. Cause that was like months ago. I don't think it'll come up, but it was so cool to get my iron levels instantly. And then I think I'm, I don't know what else I'm going to find out, but here's the thing, Red Cross, if y'all would just offer you know, testing cholesterol, maybe some vitamin levels, maybe just like your overall like metabolic health. Can we do that? You just need like a little vial, get it sent off, attach your insurance to it. Or maybe if you don't have insurance, then like if that could be a free bonus that you get from donating blood, I think more people would donate blood. Mm. Yeah, like it's like a blood test and giving blood. Like I think that'd be awesome. And it's so easy. You just need a little splat to just be like, what's your cholesterol? Hmm. I think that'd be awesome. But even though it's not, I think I'm going to continue to donate blood at least once a year. I very much believe in it now. And it's going to be every Halloween. So that way Halloween becomes something it's you redeemed. look forward to. You just have been wanting to say that for a few minutes, haven't you? I have. Uh, thank you for listening to my rant. I know you heard it on Wednesday. So here it is again. I've talked more about blood in the last two weeks than I have my entire life. I mean, it's really getting me into the holiday spirit. Yeah, it's really getting me in the spirit. Yeah. Uh, What are you super into this week? For me, I would say the thing I'm super into this week is Saturday Night Live. Oh. But specifically, so I, I, this has been one of the hardest years for me to get through Saturday Night Live because of Jim Carrey. Like, I do not like his Biden. Like, I think it's really bad. Like, Jason Sudeikis... It's pretty anger-driven. He's so angry. Yeah. And he doesn't sound anything like Joe Biden. And he's, like, inventing this character that, like, Joe Biden the cowboy, almost. Like, Clint Eastwood Joe Biden or something. And I just don't like his Jim Carrey, or his Joe Biden impression. Um, And it's such an important role this season. Like, I wish Jason Sudeikis would come back into it, but... uh, When did Jason do it? I think whenever he was in the... um, Whenever he was in the cast, because I don't think he was like, he came back to do it, but he was just a really great Joe Biden to me. I forgot Jason Sudeikis was even in. Did I say Jason Bateman or Jason Sudeikis? Sudeikis. Okay. He was in the cast of SNL. Yeah. That's yeah. He was like one of the, one of the greatest. Am I thinking of the right person? Yeah. Yeah. I love, uh, oh my gosh. Like Bell? No, but (laughs) he did a great. (laughs) Stop. He did a great, great, uh, Joe Biden. But man, Jim Carrey's just just made. I I wish I could just fast forward through it, honestly. So here's the thing: we've been wanting to watch it actually live, but we don't want to like pay for another subscription service. It comes on the but next day. We don't day. have to because Hulu does it the next day. So we've been doing. Now we sun- don't have to stay up late. We can wake up Sunday brunch. We do it, and it's now. Listen, it's way more exciting to watch it Saturday night. A hundred percent because of everything around it. But but uh, the thing it's I'm still super good. the thing I'm super into uh-huh. is the first sketch after the title sequence the on this psychic. week's episode. The psychic reading. Uh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon plays a like she's a palm reader. But the the I would even argue a fingertip reader. Yeah, but it is <laughs> if you could YouTube that sketch, I think it is like as good as like the classic. Uh, SNL. It's a pretty good like Halloween. Yeah, episode. it's Halloween themed. It's uh, 2020 inspired. It's really good. Uh, some of their cast members this season. I love Bowen Yang. I think he is going to be one of the legends. He's so funny. Yeah. And then you've got Kate McKinnon and Keenan Thompson is at the top of his game. It's just a great time. But Adele hosted Saturday night, 
and she was not the musical guest. But she addresses that. Yeah, but there was also one sketch where she like legitimately sang like four of her hit songs. So like you get the Adele thing, but also her is the musical guest and she's incredible. That's who I would say, that's who I was trying to think of, of who I'm into this week, because before we watched Saturday Night Live on Sunday, we were at a friend's and we all looked up her and we watched some YouTube videos. I did, I wasn't really familiar with this artist before. And I literally, I was like, wait, what's the name of this song? Because we were watching uh, Tiny Desk or something. Mm-hmm. And so I looked it up on Spotify and saved it to one of my playlists. You know, I don't do that very often. Right. And so I'm, I've been excited to listen to her lately. Yeah. But she, she is the first female black artist to be sponsored by Fender. Like hmm. she's like an Fender ambassador now, which is, which is incredible. But she's, I mean her songs are really great, but she's actually like one of the people that's like bringing back the electric guitar, which is really cool. Yeah. Cause you know, there was this era and I was bummed because her first performance, she wasn't even playing the guitar. And, but On then SNL. Yeah. But after we can update her performance, she's like shreds and that's, that's all I wanted, you know, but also speaking of SNL, Jay Beeb's performance. I gotta be honest. Last week. Wow. I gotta be honest. Jay Beebs is, is bringing it home for me. I think that his, stage presence is very natural and authentic yeah and i really liked it yeah i, re- I really like what jay Beebs is up to i don't like his song yummy like at all but i sure. loved holy and i loved lonely he did great he did great once i heard Old them jay live Beebs. i was like oh i want to listen to those more yeah okay happy halloween everybody right we love you stay uh spooky or uh not spooky that's up to you. We're not going to be spooky, but we're going to be, we're going to drink something pumpkin flavored. You know what I need what? in my life? Gluten-free pumpkin beer. I'll look that up. You will? I'll look that up. We'll oh order gosh. some so we can have some at Halloween. Uh, oh my gosh. Babe, please don't just say that. When, what, why would I just say that? Look it up. If there's one thing for you that I want, it's yes. for you to have something pumpkin-y, beery, and no gluten-y. Do it. I'm on it. Happy Halloween, everybody. Okay. Well, hello, Patreon.